I'm going to impregnate this watermelon in front of all of you. <laughs> you can imagine? Oh, man, that would be hilarious. No, no, it's fine. I left it out in the sun. <laughs> oh. Of the What's up, Internet? You're listening to the 21st episode of the Series 6 podcast, where we review each and every episode of Adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. We are your hosts. I'm R.D. And I'm Jay. And this is Swag. Get ready to engage your hyperdrives. This time around, we'll be reviewing episode 21 titled Games. But before getting into that, listener, let's meet our co-host today. Swagwave is the mastermind behind some of YouTube's most popular stop-motion animations. He writes the scripts, meticulously animates them, and collaborates with folks who add finishing touches such as special effects and voiceovers. But aside from making super impressive stop-motion vids, Swagwave is also the absolute envy of every action figure collector. Damn straight. (laughs) (laughs) That's accurate. So Swag, have you ever heard of Galaxy Rangers before I assigned it to you as homework? Homie, I never heard of this before in my life. What the fuck? (laughs) Not Okay, dude. Dude. (laughs) Action figure card revoked. I think you're a lot younger than us. When I saw Galaxy Rangers, I'm like, is this the like Power Rangers, like from Lost Galaxy or something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what dude. I was thinking about. Killing me, and it wasn't right. No, it was not. It was it was even better. <laughs> okay, good, good stuff. Yeah, I'm glad you thought it was better because it is. I think you're like a generation after us, dude. I grew up with Beast Wars. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. You are, dude. Yeah, yeah. So like when Beast Wars Beast came out, Wars. I was an adult already. Dude, that show was fantastic, man. It was fantastically written. Yes. Like I ended up I ended up buying the DVD sets like years later after I graduated college and I'm like, "Damn, man, this story is deep as hell." Like It is. My 6-year-old brain didn't even understand what was going on. Oh, well, it was excellent, man. It retconned a lot of um G1 stuff. It did. It actually made G1 better. And I like G1. I love G1, but I grew up on it. That was one of my favorite episodes when like they discovered the arc. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cool, man. Oh, I love that. All right, um next question. Yes. How did you get started doing stop motion? Not me. You swag. <laughs> uh, dang, dude. Uh, dude, funny enough, I was talking about this with my brother this morning. Because I started uploading like behind-the-scenes videos recently. And on my first one, like the behind-the-scenes for Infinity War, I kind of like talk about how I started doing animation. Okay. And then my brother corrected me today. And he was like, hey, man, that's not what happened at all, dude. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, don't you remember? He's like, yeah, dude, we were watching Wolverine and the X-Men. We were, like, huge fans. And, like, we bought some Marvel Universe figures. Those, like, three and three-quarter-inch scale figures, the tiny ones. Yeah. And we started collect- We started collecting the X-Men team in that scale from that toy line. Oh, that's cool. So as soon as our collection grew, we stumbled upon videos like Counter-656 and Trickshot, like his first video. I think it was, like, Spider-Man versus the Fantastic Four or something like that. No idea. But it was the first time we saw stop motion. And it was like during summer break. So we had nothing to do. So I was like, you know what? People literally take pictures with cameras. So I grabbed my iPhone. I grabbed this little Luigi figure that I had from <laughs> with no articulation. And all I did was like I made him slide from one end of the floor to the other end of the floor in stop motion. That was your first one. That was my first one. <laughs> and so that was like that was like my test, right? So I'm like, okay, let's let's do something with this. Let's try doing this. So I go to my cousin's house, because he's far younger. And he has a bunch of toys laying around. He has like Transformers, Pokemon, uh, other absurd random stuff, Batman toys, Ninja Turtle toys, more Mario toys. I just grab all of them and I just start, I call this video the Luigi Wars. 
I kid you not. The the Luigi Wars. And the plot of the story was that Luigi was going around town being stupid as hell. And everyone hated him. So the whole town wanted to kill Luigi. And the town consisted of like Transformers, Pokemon, Ninja Turtles, Batman. They all wanted to kill Luigi. But little did they know, Luigi was like a god. Super powered as hell. And he was just killing everybody. Oh, wow. So this ended up being like an 18-minute video. Cringe AF. Like four frames per second. It was horrible. And like I uploaded that to YouTube. And that was my first stop motion. It sounds funny, though. <laughs> so like after like my 10th video, maybe, I deleted it. Because I'm like, okay, I don't want to... Ru- <laughs> People can't see this. <laughs> kind of sweep this under the rug. This never happened. So like I deleted that one. <laughs> but like I wish I would have kept it. It would have been so... It would be so funny to watch right now. Yeah, man, I I want to see Luigi Wars. Maybe maybe uh, you can contact YouTube and see if they kept it in their archives. Bring back Luigi Wars from Luigi Wars to Infinity Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It all leads to this. It has all led to this. Yep, it was the plan. It was in the stars, dude. It was meant to be. So, um, do you have any tips for somebody that wants to make stop motions that but doesn't have your knowledge and experience? The first tip would just be, if you're a beginner, I'd say. Use your phone or iPod or iPad and get a stop motion app. Any any stop motion app will work. And I mean, this is for anybody who's beginning and like doesn't really have a budget and just wants to experiment. That's the best way because there are a lot of free stop motion apps that you can use on your iPod, iPhone, or iPad. And what's important about that is that the apps have that onion frame. I don't know if that's the correct term. You take the picture and then you can still see the the old frame before it so that you can pose the figure and you can see okay yeah onion skin that's a vital piece otherwise like if you're just taking pictures like with a regular camera your frame will be moving around everywhere and you won't notice you know and it'll just be all shaky and stuff gotcha so definitely grab an app okay for beginners any app and just play around with it very good advice all right uh so orbital bacon and stewart Mm -hmm. both of whom were on episode 19 of this podcast Mm -hmm. like a couple episodes back uh they're Frequent contributors to your stop motions with their magical talents and whatnot. Yes, man. How did you end up working with those guys? Oh, dude. So, like, back in the old days, the old school days, I was voicing everything. <laughs> like, And it was with, like, the worst, like, voiceovers. one-man show. One-man show, cringy voice. Like, honestly, I can't voice act to save my life. You do pretty good, man. Right? You're, you're a good Tony Stark. When I do Tony Stark, I'm basically just myself, and I'm just trying to like act as if I'm in a drama with like real emotion. Okay. <laughs> the only real voice I can credit myself for is Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I can do a, an okay Darth Sidious. Rise, my apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Learn to use the dark side of the Force. <laughs> Very nice. But uh, yeah, it was just a one-man show. And um, yeah, my most popular videos were the Transformer videos. So even in high school, I knew how business worked. I was like, you know what? If my most popular videos are Transformers, let me pump these out so I can make some more views and get some money maybe. Who knows? So I come up with my Transformer series and I did a casting call. Now for the casting call, I met like most of the people that I used to work with. and But I never found a good... Optimus Prime. And I'm like, man, like Optimus Prime, he's like the head honcho. Like if if you don't have a good Optimus Prime, your show sucks. <laughs> gotcha. So like I started literally YouTubing like Optimus Prime voice actor or voice impressions on YouTube. 
And that's how I stumbled on uh, Orbital. Okay, that's great. I heard his stuff, and I'm like, damn, this is fantastic. And then I saw that he was voicing for like other people, like Crosshairs, I think. I don't remember. For like other Transformer animations. Yeah. So I just emailed the dude, and I'm like, hey, do you want to voice? Like, want to be in this video because collab? And he's like, yeah, sure. Ever since then, we were just like, he, he was like a frequent newcomer because he, he came back for every episode. And uh, that was the beginning. But once like I kind of got serious with my channel and started thinking of it more as a business, that's when like yeah. me and Orbital's relationship kind of went to the next level. Like we've been working for like a year already. We knew each other. And that's like when I kind of told him my idea, like what if we make this into like an actual stop motion studio and we're pumping out scripts. We have like a team of people working on this and he was on board a hundred percent. Good stuff. He was in this Facebook group. I think that you guys were in like this voice acting guild or something. I forget what it was called. The audio nights theater. Audio nights theater. Yes. I never thought of us as a guild. You're right. <laughs> I feel good about that now. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as we started writing more stuff, we needed more voice actors. And he's like, yeah, man, I like, I know I'm in this group called the audio nights. And I'm like, the audio nights, like the Knights of the Round Table kind of shit. Like, what the fuck is this? So he has this Facebook group. Like, they're all like some voice actors up and coming. So that's when he started, he started like reaching out to you guys. Like, he reached out to you, RD. Yeah. And I know he reached out to Stuart that way too. Yep. And that's how you two got involved. Yeah. I never looked back, man. Well, it's not like I left the Audio Nights, but. <laughs> is that, what What was the Audio Nights? It was a group of, of um, people that are interested in voice acting and the founders. Their idea was to make audio dramas, like audio companion pieces for the More Than Meets the Eye comic, mm. mm-hmm. which was really huge at the time. And it was like one of the best written Transformers comic out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the Audio Nights Theater is under the control of Dave, Ninja Dave, who was on episode 11 of this podcast. Ninja Dave. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, as soon as you came into the show and Stuart, you guys were freaking frequent com- like comers. Like you came back like literally almost for every project and voice for stuff oh, yeah and like and then we like that's that's when i started like experimenting with like marvel stuff and marvel comics and you you, you and Stuart came along for the ride as well so i think you two started on the transformer video the combiner war series i think is where you guys started yeah i think i did a couple of voices on, on combiner wars i was maybe dead end and uh, and scattershot dude those videos man <laughs> like the cardboard boxes for buildings and everything <laughs> dude but but it people loved them, man. There was a charm to it, right? I looked at your videos, and the ones that have the highest view counts are the Transformers ones. Mm-hmm. They're in the millions. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> like, I could even count to a million. <laughs> Dude, okay. And the same goes for the Dragon Ball video. That first Dragon Ball video, um, mm. it was all like practical effects and cardboard boxes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that one reached to like 11 million. And then the following Dragon Ball videos, they had better effects with like me and Orbital working on that stuff. Yep. And it, it didn't get nearly as much. I mean, it also reached a million, but not 11 million. Should I go to my next question? Yeah, man. Go for it. Yeah, please. Go All ahead. Right. So we, we were talking about how like some of your videos have millions of views, right? Mm-hmm. I have a question. Why doesn't anybody want to see Childish Landino and <laughs> Elmo rap parody? Like What? I was proud of that, man. <laughs> what the? I, okay, I haven't seen this. Like, I remember co-writing uh, Deadpool's lyrics with you in Orbital. Yes. We had a freaking blast. Yes, that was... Like, nobody seems to enjoy it as much as I did. Okay. <laughs> we were just talking so much shit. <laughs> I'm totally going to find this now. I'm so doing it. 
You have to find it. Dude, it's amazing. Elmo's there featuring Elmo, homie. Yeah. Who did Elmo's voice? He pops in and... But you didn't know I'm about to put your on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he just goes in and drops some bars. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, that's going to be fun. Dude, so the, literally, I think it was during the time of YouTube where, like, a lot of big YouTubers were having, like, some beefs. And there were, like, constant, like, diss tracks. Yeah. <laughs> like a oh, popular, really? Yeah, it was, like, a popular trend where, like, big YouTubers were dissing each other on diss tracks. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. So, like. So, I was part of a diss track? Yeah, that was a diss track. <laughs> Who were you dissing? So, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so, around that same time. There were some great lyrics. I know, dude. Like, we were geniuses. We were just there, like, coming up with the shit on the spot. <laughs> Rhyming, <laughs> rhyming the most ridiculous things and talking smack all at the same time. Um, basically, it was during the time of my of my tournament. You know how every year I do that stop motion tournament or that stop motion contest? Yes. What's it called? Is it, it called Age of Swag or something like that? Yeah. Age of Swag Wave. Okay. Uh, stop motion tournament. But during that tournament, there was a lot of drama behind the scenes with some contestants. And like other contestants were reaching out to me saying, like, yo, these guys are doing this and this. This guy is over here cheating. Um, this guy's not really uploading his videos. He's uploading someone else's videos. Oh. <laughs> and calling it his own. Oh, that's not nice. They do that? Why would someone cheat at something fun? Uh, exactly. That's know. actually one of the lyrics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you cheat for no reason. We're just doing this for fun. Yes. Yes. Oh. You remember. Holy shit. That's a- <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Crazy. And yet, some of those like dudes who are like out of line in the contest were like commenting at my stop motion, saying how like oh like this is not good or like the story doesn't make sense. And so like a lot of the dissing on this track went out to like the haters who were who were the same haters who were the same cheaters from the tournament. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I didn't want to bring this to light and make an official announcement to be like, hey guys, like I'm gonna postpone this round because. So and so is cheating. Like I didn't want to bring more attention to it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they were like nobodies with like two subscribers, and like one of them had like a hundred. But still, like I don't want to bring more attention to it. With your permission, I'm gonna take the audio from that <laughs> video yeah. and and put it at the end of this episode. Go for it. Oh, All right. Awesome. Good stuff. I gotta go watch it. So basically, that's when I was like pissed, but I didn't want to say anything, obviously, because I wanted to keep it on the hush, not make a big deal out of it. And that's when I saw those diss tracks from like the bigger YouTubers. That's when I got the idea. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's 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 join this big this trend and let's do a diss track. Oh, it was hilarious, man. And then Childish Landino. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the Lando Calrissian figure. Yeah. That came out from the Solo movie because you know how um, Childish Gambino was acting as young Lando. Yep. So that figure is, if you think about it, it's basically a Childish Gambino figure. Right. That's so freaking cool. So I, I just like, I used that figure and like, it was Deadpool diss track featuring Childish Landino and Elmo. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so I went on Fiverr. I don't know if you guys about know, know about Fiverr. Mm. I went on Fiverr and I contracted this rapper who like will rap anything for you for 10 bucks. Okay. As Elmo. No, no. That was a different guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hired this dude to be Childish Landino and then I hired a different dude to be Elmo off from Fiverr. Wow. They're freaking good, man. Uh, who did Deadpool? Uh, I think it was Alex Jellyfish, the actor. Okay. And that's what we wrote. 
if you remember that all of Deadpool's verses are is the stuff that we wrote. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I remember that. But you made it a contest. You said like, here's what you'll win. You'll be entered in this contest if at the end of the video you comment like who you think uh, crushed their verse the most, who won mm -hmm. the rap battle. Yeah, I remember that. And it was close between uh, Deadpool and Elmo. I don't know who won it. I think it was Elmo. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Elmo repping Sesame Street. <laughs> no, man. I have to see this, man, because I love when people mess with Sesame Street and have them do some off-the-wall nonsense. Like I said, my, my favorite is M.O.P.'s Annie Up with Ernie and Bert. Someone send it to me. It will make you laugh. If you don't know who M.O.P. is, hardcore rap, Annie Up, talking about robbing dudes and everything, and it's Ernie and Bert singing it. It's just a beautiful Damn. thing. Man. Oh, wow. <laughs> a beautiful thing, man. And, you know, and, and of course, Burke comes in with, like, this super deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Uh, there was this website I always used to visit. They would always add new stuff to it. BurtIsEvil.com or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that one. That was awesome. Was it all these fan theories? It might have been a little too soon, but they photoshopped Burt, like, driving one of the 9-11 planes. <laughs> all types of stuff. They had one where he was, like, standing in the middle of, like, a jihad camp. Oh. You see him in the picture. <laughs> it's messed it's up. so messed up. It's oh, messed my God. Up. Every disaster there is, they showed as, like, the little circle. And you see it's Bert hanging out in the wings <laughs> with something. Like the Hindenburg. They have him <laughs> off in the corner, oh like, flipping a switch on a remote. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I never heard of this? What's it called? Bert's evil? Yeah. Bert is evil. Yeah, it'll make you laugh, dude. Yeah, I remember when you first... Hit me to that, man. I was at work dying, man. <laughs> oh, my God. See, Swag? You see? I'm on Google Images. Oh, my okay. goodness. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need, man. <laughs> oh, no. There's one with... The, he's, like, holding up an American flag and, like, saluting with a clan member. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a mugshot one here. <laughs> yep. One, he's hanging out with Bin Laden. <laughs> oh, man. They had too much fun, man. All right, so the next question was, I was like uh, going to ask you about your making of videos. Mm -hmm. What gave you the idea to make them? Yeah, people always asking stuff and like, you know, making stop motion is very like time intensive. Yes. And that that's what puts a lot of animation channels in a tight spot where YouTube is constantly wanting you to make videos and put out content so that your channel doesn't die. And so your videos are easily searchable on YouTube. And for people who are in the animation stuff or any kind of animation, whether it be like computer animation or stop motion animation or whatever like that it takes time so you can't be uploading videos like every day that's like impossible right there was a time where you were really churning them out man Dude, i didn't know how you were doing the it. golden age that was when like orbital and i first like made it official that we were going to be like a team yeah and we got a team together and yeah we were pumping an animation every week it was fridays it was like fr no saturday i think it's like we, we thought of it as like saturday morning cartoons and like every saturday for at least a good three or four months we pumped out a new animation every Saturday. That was amazing. I don't know how we did that, man. That's impressive, dude. That's impressive. We can barely like pump one out once a month now. But uh, yeah, just it was basically my response to, to try to combat the dryness of like not having my channel die. Because if YouTube's like algorithm has like evolved so much from how it used to be, like if for some reason you stop uploading for a couple days or weeks, YouTube just like drops your channel and just like does not promote it anywhere. Mm. There's no love. <laughs> yeah, no fucking love, man. That is interesting. That's how people get burnt out. Right. Let's see what else we got. So is there anything you're working on that you want to tease? Or to phrase it more dramatically, do you have an exclusive reveal you'd like to announce on Series 6 Podcast? Oh, dang. 
Well, I mean, it's already <laughs> obvious that part two of Infinity War is coming out. As of this recording, yeah. Infinity War part one premiered like a couple of days ago. Okay. But uh, yeah, part two was already filmed and is already done animating. Like, I'm, it's all done. Oh, excellent. Yeah, dude, I did it while Orbital was doing the effects on part one. I already wrote and animated part two. Freaking hey. Good stuff. Okay, I got I got one for you guys. Okay. And it's one that people have been like dying to know. So last year, I got to say my biggest hit was that Dragon Ball video. The fusion battle, Golden Celza versus Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it was to be continued. It was a huge cliffhanger. And basically, Golden Celza won and defeated Goku and Vegeta. And at the end of it, before he kills Goku, someone arrives to stop Golden Celza. And when Golden Celza turns around, the video's done. So no one knows who that mystery fighter is. Holy crap. And they want the continuation. You're really good at doing cliffhangers. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my thing. I can't say that about your channel. (laughs) I'd say about 90% of your videos are cliffhangers. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I just love love cock blocking people, you know? Just getting them getting them to that point and then they just stop then turn it off you know oh it's like video blue ball yeah i enjoy it but does it have to be somebody from dbz i mean the prior dbz videos are already established that it's like a dbz kind of universe okay so yes it would be someone from dbz and everybody's been saying it's either it's gonna be broly or it's gonna be jiren broly or jiren broly or jiren that's what everybody's guessing yeah well, here's your answer, motherfuckers. It's both of them. Boom! Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going to have both Broly and Jiren join the fight in the next part, in that fusion battle. Awesome. But yeah, I'll, hopefully I'll be working on that video this summer. Excellent. All right, so I have a topic, guys. Okay, All right, shoot. Let's do it. All right. One of the most powerful ways an animated show connects with kids is through a kind of wish fulfillment, right? Mm where the kid puts himself or herself in the place of a character in the show that they're watching. We've all been that kid at one point, right? Mm-hmm. My question is, what character from which show did you imagine yourself in their role? Mm. Swag, you're new here. You can go first. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> 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 all right. But I told you the question ahead of time. You didn't think about it? No, yeah, I'm messing with you. Yeah, dude, I know. I know, man. It took me a while, but I know. Okay, so I'm going to start with something that's like not my answer. Then I'll give you my answer afterwards. All right. So when I was a kid, I was a big fan of that live action Ninja Turtle movie, Secrets of the Ooze. Wow. Part two. It was just my favorite movie. What? And I never wanted to be one of the turtles, like one of them per se. Uh But I always pretended that I was a turtle along with them. And every time I saw that movie... I eat pizza. Nice. Like the fucking nice. Lunchables pizza. <laughs> nice. Pizza. Up. You were the fifth turtle. I was the fifth turtle. I was a little obese boy eating <laughs> Lunchables pizza. The fifth turtle was a girl, but okay. I remember from that TV show, right? <laughs> With the boobs? Yeah. Nothing about that made sense. But, okay, to go into the topic question. Yes. I think the one that stands out to me the most probably happened to me while I was in middle school. And middle school, I was still into cartoons and stuff. And I was into Sonic. I had a huge Sonic the Hedgehog phase mm-hmm. in middle school. And the character that I was always envisioning myself as was Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. Shadow. Nice. Shadow with the gun or without the guns? Both. Both. I, I love them both. Okay. I got the game. That game was fantastic. <laughs> Even though it was ridiculous. Like, what? Shadow's having guns now? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Shooting people up. <laughs> Doing run-bys. It's like, it's not right. Oh, it's amazing. And it really came at a time where I was going through this like emo goth punk phase. So I was buying a lot of black clothes. (laughs) 
and like I okay. had the wallet chain. Did you spike your hair up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I spiked my hair up, <laughs> and you know I was like repping Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> I was always wearing like bracelets on my arms. That's badass. And no one noticed. They were like, "Wow, something about him's familiar." He reminds me of Shadow. <laughs> like, nah, come on, Shadow. man. <laughs> That's awesome. I would like quote him like in like live conversations in class when I'm talking to like a regular human. Oh, that's good stuff. Like I would just incorporate his quotes into regular conversations, even though it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Chaos control. Oh, I love that. You got to be creative to like reverse engineer that into a conversation. No kidding. <laughs> You know, of course, I'm pitching you at the lunch line, right? They're like, what would you like? Mashed potatoes? You're like, chaos control. They're like, what? I snatch the potatoes from their hands and like run off. <laughs> like, where are you going, kid? I can still see you. No, you can't. Chaos control. I'm moving too fast. You're not that fast, dude. You're not that fast. <laughs> no, and, and Shadow, he had those like special shoes that were like skates. So he wasn't yeah, really yeah. ever running. He was like skating. Oh, that's true. But yeah, dude. Shadow the Hedgehog for me. Fantastic. Good stuff, man. All right, Jay, what was yours? Rick Hunter. Oh, from Robotech. No, 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 not that dude, man. He's a, he pissed me off every day. The person I didn't want to be was him. Oh, wow. Couldn't figure out which girl he wanted. Had the girl that really liked him, but he didn't see it because he was so into some other chick who didn't give two flying cares about him. So she great. was a flake. <laughs> Damn. Do you remember Robotech? Mm-mm. Nah, this is pre-him. That's pre-me, man. It was way before your time. See, it's times like this that I really start to feel old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I feel bad for him, actually, because we were in the golden age of cartoons. Yeah, you're kind of right about that. Dude, you got totally gypped, man. You didn't see Mighty Orbots. You didn't see Galaxy Rangers. We had SpongeBob, man. Yeah. <laughs> we had Beast Wars. Well, you got Beast Wars. We had TMNT, like the modern TMNT that came out on... Oh, that was good. Yeah. 2000. It was like more darker toned. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, actually, really, for me, it was um, always Snake Eyes, man. Always Snake Eyes. Um, G.I. Joe? Right on. Yeah, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. And it was from the beginning because I started off when G.I. Joe resurged in the small um, figures. I remember having him the first time, and it was all like, he could be a black guy. He'd <laughs> be all right. You know, I don't like the guy wearing the beret, so <laughs> this dude could be a black guy ninja under there. It's fine. And nobody knows about it. But R.D. knows because I can't take a, a story given to me and not twist it to be something else so i remember like coming up with my own little thing about snake eyes and he had his own little bat different backstory altogether, alien lineage and all this other crap to go along with Ooh. it so it was it led to tons of tons of playtime with friends and sisters and all that good stuff in the house on snowy days when we weren't allowed to be outside so snake eyes for me so um just a, a quick anecdote i met the actor that played storm shadow in the cartoon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Oh, nice. His name is Keone something. I forgot. But... Keone Reed? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he was also in The Matrix, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, like, his claim to fame is he voiced Storm Shadow. He was at a comic convention. Hmm. The G.I. Joe section. Yep. And uh, I had him sign a Storm Shadow that I had. Oh. And I said, so you were the voice. Oh, that's pretty cool. And uh, he goes, <laughs> he breaks... I don't know if he was trying to impress me or something, but he breaks into his Storm Shadow voice and he says, I didn't kill your father, brother. And I'm like, yeah, no. Storm Shadow, <laughs> Storm Shadow was accused of killing his own uncle, not anybody's father. <laughs> oh, no. He totally got it wrong. He totally got it wrong. Damn. I felt bad for taking the wind out of his sails, but like I couldn't let it stand. He was like, whoops. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> it's he sorry. probably still remembers you. He has your face burned into his soul. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> never go to Jersey again because of him. <laughs> he probably said something under his breath in his storm shadow voice. I wish I killed your father, brother, <laughs> before you were born. <laughs> no. Before you knew it happened. Oh, man, it's good. All right, so mine was, I put myself in the role of Jason from Battle of the Planets. Oh, cool. Also known as G-Force, also known as Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man. He, Jason was the team's resident badass. Oh, Condor, okay. So everybody had their own signature vehicles. His was a race car. And he used to kill enemies by throwing a feather at them. What the f- He would throw a feather yeah. like a dart, and it would stab him in the yeah. neck and kill them. Ooh. Sounds like Moonwalker. He was the gunner when they were all aboard the Phoenix. Yep. And he would be the guy that was, like, firing the bird missiles. Right. He was just cool, like a hot-headed anti-hero. That's why I like. Yeah, yeah. I love that car, man. Well, I love the 90s remake of it, though, too. Yes. Yeah. So, it's another Golden Age cartoon swag you should go check out. <laughs> so. <laughs> you might have crossed paths with it. What's it called? Planet Eater? Battle of the Planets. That's a mouthful, man. Well, it's all right. So everybody is like dressed in these superhero bird outfits. Oh, so when you said bird cannon, you weren't kidding. Like he's shooting bird missiles. It's called a bird missile. Yeah, they're in a ship called the Phoenix, and mm-hmm. the the missiles that they fire are they called bird missiles, but it's actually missiles. Yeah, <laughs> not birds. Their ultimate move, their Phoenix, the ship is like an awesome, beautiful ship. It's really cool. It has compartments for all their vehicles. Uh, but like their ultimate move, the desperation move, is like uh they would activate phoenix mode and the ship would actually turn into a flying phoenix like flapping its wings oh yeah like flames and it could burn through any surface Mm -hmm. and like every so many episodes they would do it in the show but so yeah that's a good one man that's a good one now i will say one more thing before we get off um kacha man there was a company that made um astro boy that's the computer animated one I remember yeah. Astro Boy. This company called Imaginations made it. They made that CGI Ninja Turtle movie. Yep. So they started making um, Kacha Man. And if you go around and look online to see if it's out there, it looks like it was going to be amazing. They took the TMNT animation and stepped it up a little bit. It was looking really good, man. I was excited okay. that they were going to do it. And then they ran out of money. It was a Hong Kong company, am I right? Yeah, yeah. And then they were gone. Yeah, I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, they're going to do it. Yeah. Right at the end of it, the Phoenix shows up. The design is similar to the Phoenix from an OVA. Oh, that's amazing. I was excited, and it was like, nope, denied. Bummer. Yeah, it was a bummer. All right, fellas. Are you ready to get imprisoned in a place that inexplicably lets you keep all your gear? (laughs) Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Sounds good, doesn't it? Let's do it. All right. Uh, This episode aired on October 9th, 1986, and it was written by the man himself, Robert Mandel. He's the creator of the show. This is the fifth of 21 episodes written or co-written by Robert Mandel. This is Games. And it's starting now. It starts off on a space station. You hear a whiny, ridiculous-sounding AI complaining about being stuck in the middle of nowhere. Beep, beep. Look at me. Stuck out here in the middle of beep, beep. nowhere. Beep, beep. You think I want to be out here, you can of chips? Okay, dude. This just further confirms my theory. That fucking dude, Doc, that's Lando Calarizian, homie. <laughs> Isn't he? I know. I said that too. It's Lando fucking Calarizian in animated form. Yes. You know what confirmed it? The fact that he's like fucking the computer. Like he, <laughs> he's pansexual just like he is in Solo. Oh, oh. He's a pansexual. He's like jamming the fucking screw in there. And the computer's like, oh, I love it when you do that. 
And he was like, oh, <laughs> I'm not there yet, man. I'm not there yet. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Way ahead. I got like a half a page to read. That was my first note. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. Swag, we got to get right. it. Can we get into that for a bit? Though? Hold no, on. Come no, on, no. man. This is good stuff. <laughs> Let me just like get all this out of the way. It's just a paragraph. <laughs> okay. And then okay. once do I it, get there, it. then we'll right. jump on the that The base again. looks like a fidget spinner. <laughs> so my, that's my second note. Uh, that should have been your first note. Oh my goodness! Go on, go on. We're doing it chronologically, right? All right. All right so, uh, who is that whiny ass robot complaining to? It's Sassy Doc. That's who. Sassy damn straight. So the whiny AI says it feels like somebody tampered with it, which mm-hmm. doesn't seem to raise any red flags with Doc. As he begins to finger it with a screw, because he's still tampering. With yeah, Doc pokes a circuit board with a scalpel. Oh. And. Uh, <laughs> And bitch made AI gets a tingling sensation. <laughs> oh man, it's ridiculous. Oh my, that feels good. You devil, you. Feeling better now? I feel marvelous. Yeah, I was gonna say it's actually pretty risque for a kids show. It was, man. Like, ooh, you devil. That was more than just a tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Swag, if you hear some of our other stuff, we got a whole episode around Angry Doc. He gets angry? It started with Orbital Bacon. Oh, it did. It totally started with him. We we were in... T- that's what started all. It just... Doc, I think, is a combination of Lando Calabrician um, and um, Little Mr. Richard. Oh. No, Little Richard. Because he does it. He makes that kind of high-pitched, squeaky voice. He goes, yeah, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He does it a lot in this episode. Oh, he does. He has a couple it? of, like, really bad ones. <laughs> I know. So, I was like, okay. And they couldn't I also themselves. made notes of those high-pitched okay. squeals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. Suddenly, some kind of alarm rings, and Doc gets zapped, rendering him unconscious. Enter Lazarus Slade and a couple of minions. So, one of the minions is new. Yeah. I've never seen him before. He's like a tall green dude with a mullet. Is it the one that's like a monster inside of a monster? <laughs> uh, like you see his face inside his mouth? He was like green. Oh, that one I call him... Uh, he has a name? I call him Cyborg Shrek. <laughs> Cyborg Shrek. <laughs> yeah, the other dude is like, he's Cyborg Shrek. He was in an episode called Shaky, like not too long ago. Oh yeah, uh, that guy. Shaky, 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 shaky. In that episode, he was a, a member of the Black Hole Gang. And we last saw him getting his ass handed to him by Gooseman after Gooseman transformed into a lava creature. Right, right. Slade has them carry Doc away, saying he'll make a perfect soldier for the general. Yeah. I say that in quotes. Yeah. Is it me or does everything Lazarus Slade say sound ominous as fuck? It does, man. He's a he's an angry southern guy with one eye. Dude, that's what I said. He's like a southern, <laughs> like, like Ulysses S. Grant type motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But it could have something to do with his theme music. That's true. Like, that, that, it's got like an organ. old school monster movie creepy organ. And the organ, and he, he always gets it. Yep, dude. Yeah. Did you guys not see his calling card? Like, yeah. The animation on his calling card, like they blew the budget on that animation for that smooth ass calling card to like flap down to the desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he leaves some kind of calling card on the computer. What a noob! Uh, so Doc is abducted. Slade's ship disengages from the space station and takes off. Disengaged. <laughs> what? Having a Doc moment. I'm sorry. He's disengaged. That's fine. That's All right. Cut to Punk Stash's office. That's right. I haven't forgotten. He's still Punk Stash until he gets his act together. <laughs> From that last episode. Last time we saw him, he was repeatedly throwing the Rangers under the bus to appease some corporate douchebags. That's right. <laughs> so I renamed him as Punishment. I remember that. Oh, man, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Punk stash, I love it. 
Anyhow, it's confirmed that the AI in the station was tampered with to lure Doc out there, and that there are a rash of disappearances in that sector. Lots of soldiers for the general, I assume. So then Punkstash tells them about Slade's card. When asked what Slade is up to, he starts singing Slade's praises, calling him brilliant and not to be underestimated. It, ugh, the art is a big step down from last episode. I noticed that too. Like the foreshortening is bananas. Oh, dude. I paused it to take notes and I looked up and Walsh's hand was like seven times the size it should be. There's no <laughs> bicep or forearm. It, it goes straight from shoulder to gigantic wrist and hand. It looked ridiculous. The animation was out of control too, man. I, was, I couldn't even. Oh. Well, this is my first time watching it, so this is like the base for me. You did not get a sample of their good stuff. Yeah, man. RD will tell you, man. It's like multiple teams working on the program. In this one, everything is flat. There's no shading whatsoever. Yep. Minimal detail. Oh. I complain about the art throughout the whole thing, so we'll get to yeah. <laughs> we'll get to more complaints. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what's his what's his name? Uh, Punkstash says he has a plan, and he tells Gooseman that he will be the decoy. Cut to Goose wearing a Zangwill costume from like the early episodes. Yeah. So he's complaining about the junk ship he'll need to fly on this mission. But Q-Wall consoles Goose by reminding him about the cool gadgets he put into the outfit. Goose immediately tests out the wrist-mounted retractable whip. Oh, man. You can hear somebody off-camera scream, Oh, my eyes! Dude, <laughs> it's like that's the most corniest line. Like, not bad, Q-Ball. Considering how fast you whip this one up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. no. Like, okay, Q-Ball. He also mentions exploding buttons, and Q tells him that his badge, though disguised as a belt buckle, will still work. Then he charges up Goose's implant. Cut to Goose driving a ship that resembles a garbage truck. He checks in with Q and gets hit with what passed for a dad joke in the 80s. Hey, Goose, you're sitting around like a sitting duck. <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. Okay. This stupid okay. shot. Yeah. They're like, shut up. Uh, then you see Ranger 1 launching and engaging its hyperdrives. It's Zack and Nico keeping track of Gooseman as he attempts to draw Slade's attention. Goose's garbage truck starts emitting a phony baloney mayday signal. <laughs> as he enters a mysterious space cloud, his ship drops off their sensors. Cut to Gooseman waking in a jail cell for the second episode in a row. <sighs> That's his life, dude. That's his life. Waking up in a jail cell. <laughs> yep. There are a lot of parallels between this episode and the last one. People getting abducted and waking in a cell. Mm -hmm. Being forced to participate in games for the entertainment of some douche. Yeah. Crappy spacecraft. <laughs> yeah. You know what it doesn't have in common with the last episode? Good animation. That's right. Good art. <laughs> oh, man. Although I do think they have a better villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. I hate that other guy. I hate him. Coked up Lionel. Yes. <laughs> Stand that dude. So he wakes up and immediately tries to call Zack and Nico on his hidden wrist comm. No luck. He has zero bars. In comes palette swap tidy whitey muscle dude pointing a gun at Goose. You remember this guy, Jay? <laughs> I do, man. <laughs> the orange tights. I know, man. <laughs> I'm like, bro, get that bulge out of my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You remember that guy from episode 9? I do. He's a returning character. Oh my god. He's much greener than the last time we saw him. They palette swapped him. That's true. That was he was um he was hanging out with um the mobster guy. Yeah, he was one of Jackie Subtract's minions yeah, yeah. in episode 9. That's right. He's like take care of my baby that giant cockroach. Yes. So he tells Goose it's game time. What game is that? Asked Goose. You'll see. Mm. It says Evil Tweety with a third titty arm. I know. That made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dude's got three guns and two right arms. 
if it's center arm, what's that for? It's a titty gun. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not. It's for milking. It was weird looking, man. It's, it's weird looking. I feel like his character design might have been influenced by the Green Lantern bird alien. Yeah, oh, his yeah, costume was very Green Lantern-esque. That's true. Mm-hmm. So they lead Gooseman through the prison corridor. You see several other prisoners being corralled at gunpoint as well. These backgrounds are way simplistic. Yeah, they suck. Like, I'm pretty bad at drawing backgrounds, and even I could offer, like, the TMSZ team some tips here. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Please. Zangwill Goose gets called into a room. Elephant-eared Muggsy, <laughs> who's holding Goose, escorts him to the door. So Goose, over his shoulder, says, Keep in touch. Muggsy immediately lets go. Yeah, see? I don't want to get shot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he swats him on his butt as he goes by. He's like, keep oh, in touch. God. Oh, oh, not right. <laughs> I like this goose. He's like intimidating and trolling fools as if those guns are carved from soap or something. <laughs> he has one life to live and no Fs to give. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Taking names and slapping butts. That's what he's in prison for. Yep. So you're immediately introduced to a big arena sporting event kind of atmosphere. Except that none of the seats are out in the open. It's all box seating. Probably because of all the blood spatter. It's like watermelons at a Gallagher show. <laughs> except with heads. Jeez. I was tempted to make a Mountain versus Viper reference. But Game of Thrones is like uh, so off people's radar already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gallagher, on the other hand, timeless. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Swag, do you know who Gallagher is? Mm-mm. <laughs> timeless. See? That's the joke, Jay. The joke is I said he's timeless, but he's not. <laughs> I wanted to make sure... <laughs> He's 80s like a mother. Is, is he like a He-Man dude? No, dude, no. No, uh, Gallagher is. A, he's a stand-up comic, and he used to he used to fill arenas. Uh huh. And basically, his stick was he would tell jokes and then smash a watermelon with a mallet, so people would show up to his show with with like plastic tarps. <laughs> it's just so dumb, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> and then they actually did HBO specials on it, which was ridiculous. Yeah, it was like, a, like it would be like a one-hour Gallagher special. Like, what do you fit in one hour when that's his shtick? He's got to smash a bigger melon every time. <laughs> he did, man. Yeah, he would have like different type of melons. Here's a cantaloupe. Here's a honeydew. That's right. He could have started dressing them up too. He totally could have. <laughs> Had a relationship with him, you know, maybe a pre-existing bond. (laughs) Give it a name. (laughs) This watermelon's called Chelsea. I'm going to impregnate this watermelon in front of all of you. (laughs) You imagine how bad the people would look at him. They're like, oh, oh, that watermelon. Wait a minute. Oh, man, that would be hilarious. No, no, it's fine. I left it out in the sun. Oh. (laughs) There's also a space blimp with a huge screen playing ads. How did that happen, man? What's the deal with the blimp? It's like a sporting event. You know, they used to have the Goodyear blimp flying over the football stadiums and stuff. I know, man. They like they just ran out of stuff put in the scene. Like, look, if we're gonna animate it poorly, might as well throw everything That's in there. Right. <laughs> Kitchen sink. So Gooseman is standing out on a platform when a dragon type creature just lands in front of him for reasons. Then the chick from Kenny's cat piss hallucinations in that South Park episode walks up behind Goose. She's absolutely amazed that he's humanoid. Do you, do you guys know the episode I'm talking about? The South Park episode? No. Mm. Holy shit. I just put in my notes, Tiger Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a South Park episode where uh, somebody figures out that if you put two cats facing each other, they spray like some kind of piss. <laughs> and if you're in the path of that piss, it'll get you high as hell. It's like a hallucinogen. <laughs> So Kenny gets hooked on that. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> and they call it cheesing. Oh. And like Kenny's high as hell on that stuff. And one of the guys is like, 
He's cheesed out of his mind, guys. <laughs> yeah, so Gooseman hits on her immediately, of course. which is really out of character. I remember that. But I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. He's like, I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing. You are a humanoid. Hmm. Well, you don't look so bad yourself. Enjoy the view. It may be your last. That is not. That is totally not out of character. It is out of character. He doesn't really hit on women. They hit on him. Um, I'm sorry, man. He was hitting on that girl Annie the whole time, dude. Damn. He was not hitting on Annie. She was throwing her nethers at him. (laughs) 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 She was winding up a pitch. (laughs) Although I will say the one in the scarecrow was all over him, though, man. She was serious. Yep. That That saucy Norma. Oh my goodness, dude. In front of her man. Oh. (laughs) Johnny Cuck. (laughs) (laughs) He got he got scarecrowed. He got cucked in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, so Gooseman hits on her. Uh, she appears to threaten him. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get a good read on her yet. Yeah, man. She was very monotone. She's pointing a gun at him and tells him to mount his Draco. Yeah. And then Malfoy is like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> Filthy mudblood. <laughs> so, <laughs> Harry Potter reference. I, what got, up? I got you, man. I know. I know. Which book are you on now, man? Uh, with my son, we're on book three. We're at the very end. Aww. So Goose asked what the rules are, and she says, don't lose. <laughs> no, that was helpful. H- hold up. Goose held up an object that looked an awful lot like Galtar's lance. Didn't it? Which is essentially a double-bladed lightsaber. That's true. So there are like five other players, and everybody is on a Malfoy and armed with a lance. Mm-hmm. Except Elephant-Eared Muggsy. <laughs> he's on a Draco, but still packing his pistol. Damn. I think he's there to keep an eye on the players. He's there, he's there to keep them in line. Mm. That makes sense. So the object of the game... was like, last one standing? Yeah, it appears to be that you have to be the last guy still on your Malfoy. Uh, so there are these energy orbs bouncing around the arena, and players can bat them at you. Or they can bat them at each other using their lance. And one hit can stun you. Any more than that, and you're definitely going to fall off the dragon. You know, this totally sounds like Wipeout. Gooseman takes a hit right away, and he stealthily reaches for his, quote, belt buckle and badges up. Right. The crowd is creeped out because they thought he was reaching down his pants. (laughs) Al Bundy style. Yeah, no, no, no. no. He was only using his superpower to cheat. That's right. (laughs) Don't be alarmed. I started like, yeah, he called him a metamorph. That's not what it was. He gets surrounded by a yellow orb-proof shield and starts annihilating the competition. Meanwhile... The general, who looks like a one-eyed trap jaw wearing Captain Crunch's uniform. <laughs> that is so true. Very good. He praises Slade for bringing him Gooseman. Right. He says, that one, the metamorph. Oh, Goose does not like being called that, if I remember correctly. That is true. Who else called him a metamorph? In uh, the first 20 episodes, nobody. Right. This is the first time you hear somebody call him that. Okay. But uh, if I'm remembering correctly, because I used to watch the show. But you've never seen any others metamorphs. Is that like a shape-shifting alien kind of species or what? That's what I'm asking. Me too. I don't know. They never showed what a metamorph is or like a... Nope. What about the other guy? Um, Kilbane? Yeah, Kilbane. Riker Kilbane. Riker Kilbane. They don't call him a metamorph. He still calls himself a super trooper. He's not considered a metamorph either? I guess he is. He technically is though. But you never hear about another metamorph ever. Because there was only two super troopers that had similar powers like that. Yeah. It was him and Kilbane, that's it. No, there's one called Tombstone. What did he do? He just like hardened his body. That's the one time. You see, that's right? the only thing you saw him do, though. I think that's all he could do. <laughs> Completely turn the stone. Because that's his name. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so Slade is holding a staff and asking how it works. We learned that it's Shana's staff and that he obtained it when she was abducted from a planet called Tarkon. Slade and General Crunch have a little pissing match. 
cut back to the game. Orbs are bouncing all over the place, and Doc gets knocked off his Malfoy. Wait. Where the hell did Doc come <laughs> That's from? exactly my point. I didn't see him the whole... Did we see no, him flying around no, earlier no. or no? Did he, I miss it? He was never there in the beginning. No, he wasn't, dude. Oh, my God. He just, like, came out of nowhere and got knocked out. But, yeah, Doc is scream falling. He's like, ooh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, I wrote down, I wrote down, high pitch woo. That's a kidding, dude. It's an unflattering scream he lets out. That's right. I'm talking make your girlfriend fall out of love with you kind of scream. <laughs> shameless, dude. He's just shameless. <laughs> <laughs> Gooseman happens to be right below Doc and catches him on his Malfoy. Doc drops down to his well-trained creature who miraculously was down there waiting for him. Doc says, my Gooseman, am I glad to see you? So Goose tells him to stay close because he has a plan. Gooseman deploys one of his outfit's explosive buttons and kills the shit out of the annoying <laughs> ad blimp. No kidding. <laughs> these little buttons come from every... He talks about the buttons, but you don't see where he's pulling these buttons off of. Because I got a button. Whoop! So he blows up the blimp. General Crunch says, That metamorph, he'll ruin me. And uh, Slade corrects him, saying that he's a galaxy ranger. Right. Then Hoyt from accounting comes over the PA, blowing up their spot. There are galaxy rangers in the game. They must be stopped. I know. Thanks, Hoyt. Kill them. Kill them. You know you're part of the problem, right, Hoyt? (laughs) So they land, and Gooseman tells Doc they don't have time for his lady friend. And here's a familiar scene. Uh, it turns out Doc's Draco is female, and she has the hots for Doc. Oh, my God. The same way the dragon from Shrek wanted to pounce on Donkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the funny sidekick. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't it? Dude, Anyways. Doc is just trying to get it with anything he can. <laughs> <laughs> Pansexual, you're right. First the computer, and now the dragon. Unlike Donkey, Doc breaks her heart and chases her away. Right, he says go. Well, we've had some fun, but I must be going. Go! Scram! Now, he and Goose are running for the exit. And who happens to be blocking the exit but Palette Swap Tidy Whitey Muscle Dude. Right. High leg tidy undies. He's got a gun on them. <laughs> <laughs> Captain High Leg. It's like the strings on the side. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a gun on them. But no need to worry. Goose unleashes his wrist-mounted whip and snatches the gun away from him. Right. Tidy Whitey appears to pass out. No, he didn't. He ran for his life, dude. <laughs> he no, he tilts over sideways. He's like, he, <laughs> he falls over. He jumps out of the way, man. When he pulls the when he gets the gun, is like, that what that was? Yeah, was that a jump? This is a animation. Wow, how much does he weigh? It's the animation, dude. The animation's horrible. Dude. They're like, we're gonna fake the it. Animation Whoa. is so bad. <laughs> He's kind of both. He's like, ooh, all to the side. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he just lists lazily off to the side. <laughs> all right, so we're they smash down the door and run down the poorly drawn prison corridor. Oh yeah, that part was. It was basically an Escher drawing. It, yeah, totally but an Escher drawing. Suckier. Yes. <laughs> Less detail. They run into Shana from Tarkon. Mm-hmm. Gooseman says that uh, she's on the wrong side. She replies, "I am not what I seem." And Doc says, you mean you're ugly? That was solid. That was, that was, good. That was good. That was <laughs> nice good. work, Doc. That, that, that was the one-liner that actually made me laugh during this whole show. <laughs> yeah. uh, she says she's Maya, Princess of Tarkon. Okay, I was only a few letters off. Right. So she launches into her origin story, and Goose is like, yeah, F all that. Let's roll. He's right. You notice now he's not interested in her anymore after she says she's a princess. Yeah. He's like, nope, done. Now that he knows her origin story, he's like, Psh. I thought you were just a tough girl. Never mind. I'm good. Yeah, no. I'm good. 
He likes the mysterious. Yeah, clearly. Or Nico, who isn't mysterious. Bangs in a booty, dude. So, Bangs in a booty. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Doc says something about disabling the planet's force field so they can escape. She offers to lead the way, but Doc asks, why should we trust you? Just then, the Green Lantern bird dude appears and starts busting caps at them. Maya the gangster shoots him through his heart. Then Doc shuts right the F up. Doc probably experienced her in a different way altogether before Boos got there. She's pointing guns at people, yeah. <laughs> pistol whipping people. <laughs> He's probably like scared to death of her. <laughs> He's like, she's kind of fine, but she's wrong. Shanking people like in the lunch line. She had him shook and then like Goose came along and tamed her. She's like, I'm a princess. He's like, what? <laughs> Let me tell you all about me. Doc's like, dude, I saw her cut somebody with a spoon. We can do it. She takes the bird's gun and tosses it to Doc. Doc peeks around the corner and ambushes elephant-eared Muggsy, also shooting him in the heart. Then Doc does a series of Fortnite dances, but stops when he realizes Maya is pointing her gun at him. Yeah. <laughs> nope, false alarm. It's just the trope where there's a bad guy behind him that gets shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But get this. The guy that was behind Doc was the Green Lantern bird dude. Again? Like, he resurrected and teleported behind Doc. That's right. <laughs> that's the only explanation, right? Yeah, that's right. She tells Doc, move it or lose it. Yeah. They use that line a lot in these episodes. And Doc picks up where he left off with the Fortnite dances. <laughs> that would have made the show. I wish he had done it. <laughs> I would have loved that. Goose hears footsteps and they all stand quietly. As it, I don't think they would have been able to animate any dances. Jeez. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> Shots fired. Goose hears footsteps and they all stand quietly as an army of bad guys march past them wearing space helmets. Maya informs them that the atmosphere outside is poisonous. Then she points them to the control room. Goose throws a button bomb at the door with no effect. Yep. And then Doc steps up to hack the locking mechanism, but two guards appear and take a shot at him. <laughs> Doc says, "Ee!" But he doesn't say it like an exclamation point. He says it with a period at the end. He's like, "Hold it right there!" Ee! <laughs> <laughs> He's like. You two a-holes with guns. Can you take care of this? <laughs> just, just, it's real simple. Yeah. So Gooseman and the Amazon kill them dead. Goose praises her shooting, which irks Doc. He doesn't like Goose praising anybody but him. <laughs> and then Doc gets the door open. Is this before or after he got choked? <laughs> uh, he hasn't gotten choked yet. <laughs> As they enter, a bunch of guards start running towards him shooting. Maya tells Doc to close the door. Which he does. He also made a comment when she said it. He's like, yes, my lady. Playing on her princessness. He keeps pushing it. He is. With her. And she doesn't have a sense of humor. No, no. Because he's like, I saw you shank that dude with a spoon, man. I know. I know what happened. Know. He's like, I know what happened. Yeah. But he's like really, he's really playing up the, like the jokiness thing. Yeah. And she's like, no. Because <laughs> no. he's, you know. She's shutting him down. He likes chicks and tiger prints, man. He's Doc is like, you said it, swag. Pants like, it's all in. He's like, word, let's do this one. <laughs> he fuck anything that's willing. You know what? It's not Wolverine's costume. That's Sabretooth's costume. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. all over. He's like, I like this, man. Chicken tiger stripes. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> she really does look like the chick from the Savage Land. I think that was the intent, but that wasn't out yet. Shauna the She-Devil is from the 70s, I believe. Oh, that's right. She is. Savage Land's mm-hmm. been out for a while. That's right. Maya tells Doc to close the door. My lady. As it's dropping, 
Maya fires back, and just before it completely closes, Goose throws one of his button bombs under it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, you hear the explosion, but you're made to use your imagination for the carnage that it causes. But the part the part that I like the most is all three of them stood there looking at the door. <laughs> like, ooh, ah. Like, okay, that was good. Like, that was good. Damn. <laughs> that, was good. that was quick thinking with that button, dude. It's all right. Good stuff, man. So, as they search for the main computer, they hear Slade mumbling about how he wants to learn the secret of Maya's staff. Uh, Doc spots him typing away at the computer and turns to Goose. Any bright ideas, Mr. Universe? That's not what he said. He said this... this, this yeah, that's what he said. I thought he said this booth is taken. He said that before. I'm skipping lines, man. I'm not going to say every single line. I thought the booth taken part was funny, man, because he turns the corner, he sees Slade doing something. He's like, let's go someplace else. <laughs> yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> He's not even interested in being there. He's like, what? Nope. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, that's the guy that stunned me and, like, kidnapped me. I don't want to be near him. <laughs> Goose, that's Lazarus Slade. Can we not go over there and talk to him? He showed up in my cell once wearing tidy whities <laughs> I don't want to talk to him. I really don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Goose says this calls for the direct approach, and he charges in. Yeah. At this point, I figured Goose would run up behind Slade and bash his head into the console. But no. Instead, Goose stops 20 feet from Slade and says, You're under arrest for space napping. <laughs> Slade turns around and says, Well, <laughs> the Galaxy Ranger, Shane Gooseman, and Brave Maya. And Doc says, Hey, I have a name, bitch. <laughs> he says he recognized Gooseman as soon as he changed. Right. But that's just it. He didn't change. He just emitted like a force field around him. Yeah, some little glow and stuff. He's like, I know who that is. Yeah. I know the glow. General Crunch called him a metamorph, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he never metamorphosized, did he? No, he didn't no. change into anything. He just glowed. At least in this episode, he didn't. No. Yeah, no. Maya spots something floating beside Slade and says, My staff of power. And her staff, voiced by the Queen of England, says, Maya, you certainly took your time getting back to me. I thought it did that before Slade even got up. Slade grabs the staff immediately. Impressed that it talks. So it talks. He says he's going to make Maya teach him its secrets. Suddenly, Goose once again makes mixed with the poorly animated wrist whip. <laughs> he uses it to snatch the staff from Slade and passes it to Maya. Okay. I, I have to talk about that staff one more time. Go for it. What piece of equipment would you want to carry that will mess up any stealthy operation you're in the middle of? Hey, Maya, I'm over here. I'm like, wait, no, shut <laughs> like, up. Doesn't she have a whisper mode? Maya, no, stop calling me. I'm trying to sneak up and retrieve you. Shut your pie hole. Obviously, the staff is intelligent. You could teach it sign language or something. Teach how to keep his yap. <laughs> so Slade shoots a laser at Maya from his cyborg eye. Yep. She blocks it with the staff. Of course she does. Didn't that hurt? It hurts the staff, not her, though. Gooseman shoots, he ducks. Then Slade and Maya fire simultaneously. That staff is badass, by the way. It is, dude. It is. No wonder he wanted to uncover its secrets. Yeah. So their beams meet midair, and Maya's proves more powerful, stunning Slade. Right, in the eye. Should have killed him. No. Just saying. Well, the staff decided to do that, though. It was the staff's decision, not hers. Really? Yep, because if you notice, it said... He is deactivated. No, Friday's month. He stole me from home. Queen Elizabeth says the blinding is temporary. Then Doc badges up and whips out his flask. <laughs> he sends in tripwire to deactivate, presumably the shield he mentioned earlier. Right. 
Oh, sorry, man. I say flask so casually <laughs> yeah, <I> now. Know. <laughs> but the fact is, a digital flask carrying programs, man, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, so it, it has dual roles. It holds his programs and gives him swig of whatever he needs. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just hits it up. Does Does it have a name? Flask. He calls it his uh, CDU. Okay. What he called his his FLAS. Okay. <laughs> Slade, who, infuriatingly enough, is not even unconscious, tells Doc his efforts are futile. Suddenly, a laser from off-screen shoots Maya's staff out of her hands. It's General Crunch standing on a walkway above them and not holding a weapon, which struck me as odd. Uh, so he says, Welcome to my game. Goose trains his weapon on him and tells Doc to keep working. Where did he get a gun from? Ah, he's got a wrist gun. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Iron Man's repulsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Crunch says, well, what do we have here? A galaxy ranger, Doc, a girl from Tarkon, Maya, and a metamorph. Goose loses his cool. (laughs) He says, I am not a metamorph. And we're taking you in. So General Crunch points his repulsor and says, bitch, please (laughs) move away from the computer. Right. (laughs) So Goose replies with a button bomb. That's right. So while Maya and Doc are dealing with Slade, yep. what the filth and foul is Goose doing? He's just standing around watching him? It was weird. I do mention that they have a stare off. Yeah, he just he's just standing there watching. Crunch tells Slade to stop Doc. Slade starts choking Doc out. <laughs> From behind in the chair. Doc's like, what are you guys doing back there? Can you help me? Slade, the computer. <laughs> Nah, he was enjoying that shit. He was like, ah, ah. <laughs> it was erotic expiation. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing, he's trying to choke him out from behind. That doesn't work. It works for Doc. <laughs> Choking me out. Thank you. <laughs> so stupid. Maya tries to roundhouse him, but Slade has cat-like reflexes. Right. He throws her down, but she quickly recovers in a poorly animated way. Oh, I know. That's horrible. Goose and Crunch are having a stare down. <laughs> Doc tells Tripwire to hurry the hell up as Maya hems up Slade in the background. As he takes a swig from his flask. She knocks him down and delivers like a Charleston Heston line. Let my people go. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Charleston Heston. (laughs) (laughs) Then she hears a bunch of guards rushing toward her and goes right at them, doing wrestling moves and stuff. Meanwhile, Crunch fires his repulsor at Gooseman. Goose sidesteps and fires his wrist whip. Wrapping it around Crunch's hand. Crunch yanks on the whip, breaking it, and uses it to take a swipe at Goose, who in turn jumps down to one of the guard corpses, presumably one of the guys Maya just murdered, and takes his gun. She did murder somebody. You didn't notice that, right? She's killing people left and right, dude. She tossed some dude down the hole. Yes, sir. She was like, whoop! Down the well you go. (laughs) This is not Sparta, but you still go to the hole. (laughs) Out. (laughs) You go. He quickly spins. Goose does, and fires at General Crunch, but it's too late. He ran his big blue ass off. He's like, I'm out. Maya is still clobbering fools with extreme prejudice, (laughs) and Slade's punk self slinks off, (laughs) and sincerely wishing the General good luck. Good luck, General. After he couldn't choke Doc out from behind, he did a poor job. (laughs) Stop enjoying this! (laughs) Left, please, left! (laughs) You're making me uncomfortable. Slade just kind of let him go and was kind of like... We gotta go. All right. Now you made it weird. <laughs> Doc finally finishes breaking into the system. Right. 
He turns to make a wisecrack at Gooseman, but doesn't see him. Instead, he sees Maya surrounded by red shirt bodies. And he says, wow. Well, perhaps I can get some competent assistance. Huh, Goose? Goose? Wow. He's like, I should be nicer to her. <laughs> He's like... uh, cut to Goose running for a parked speeder. He almost gets run over by General Crunch, who is making his escape outside on his own speeder. Goose hops in to pursue the serial mascot from hell. He turns to see Maya and Doc running over to stop him. Maya reminds Goose about the poisonous atmosphere. Goose says, don't sweat it, and then drives off while reaching down his pants. <laughs> Just as he exits the facility, a bunch of fresh red shirts arrive for Maya and Doc to eviscerate. Maya to Yeah, more likely Maya because Doc has been getting manhandled this entire episode. (laughs) One would think based on just this episode that Doc can't fight, but he can. He's going to sit around in the corner and drink his flask. That's what's happening, dude. He's like, glug, 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 glug. I'm thirsty. Maya, could you please? Uh, Cut to the speeder chase outside. Goose fondles his belt buckle and badges up. He glows briefly, and a rebreather appears over his mouth. Yeah, that's a bunch of bull. Not my favorite use of his power. That sucked out loud. Yeah. I prefer when his bio defenses are organic. Like, they're more convincing yeah. than just manifesting a piece of machinery with moving parts. Right. Why couldn't this whole physiology change, like on that pollution planet? That's what I expected, but I see... Eh, eh, just give him a mouthpiece. Lazy. He could have become like a elephant-eared mugsy. Yeah, or something <laughs> that could breathe the atmosphere. So, I mean, you know, it was not very creative. But what should we expect from the animation team? I don't expect much from this animation team. Not at all, dude. Goose is closing in when suddenly the facility launches a bunch of enemy aircraft and Malfoys. How'd they do that? One air vehicle starts firing on Goose's speeder. Suddenly it blows up and then another and then another. Ranger 1 has arrived to get Goose's back. I'm guessing Nico is manning the guns because those ships got shot down. Quick. With a certain viciousness. I know. And, you know, Zach will probably be like, just let him die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In our side story, Gooseman and Zachary hate each other. Mm. So Goose and um, Zach hate each other. Nico loves Goose. And Doc hates everybody. <laughs> Dang, Zach. But at the same time, Doc is Goose's wingman. That's right. Oh. Same time. I feel like Doc's a good wingman to have. Yeah. Dude, you should check out the other episodes with um, Orbital Bacon. Those, those two alone will have you in tears. This clears the way for Goose to pull up alongside Crunch and tackle him off his speeder. They hit the ground and roll for a bit. This is 80s classic stunt work. Yeah. 18. Yeah, it comes off like an action television show from the 80s. That's right. So Crunch gets to his feet before Gooseman and starts shooting his repulsor at him. But Goose is quick. Staying low to the ground, he evades a few shots before putting Crunch on the receiving end of a scissor kick takedown. I know, I hated that. I was like, what? Alright, I give the animation a C plus here. Yeah. Finally getting his wish, Goose manages to arrest somebody. Right. Handcuffs and all. You are under arrest. No more games for a while. With General Crunch laid out in the back like some prize buffalo, <laughs> he pulls the speeder back into the facility. Doc and Maya greet him, surrounded by dead red shirts. Doc starts cracking wise as he tends to do. Yeah. Goose shrugs it off with a touch of sarcasm, but Maya don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. She gazes at him for a bit <laughs> and blinks, and then she raises her staff of power. Yep. <laughs> Not a hint of a smile or irony on her face. She was going to shoot the shit out of the Doc. Dude, I think she was teasing him, dude. They had a connection while Goose was out. I don't know if that was a connection. She was not smiling. She had to play it off, man. I think Doc learned his lesson. He starts backtracking, and Goose steps in, saving his life using a secret weapon. Yeah. It's called knowing your audience. (laughs) So Goose says, too bad we lost Slade. And Maya ominously says, His time will come. 
cut to Zack and Nico having just landed Ranger 1 and joining the Ranger, the girl, and the metamorph. Doc proves he didn't learn a damn thing and starts showboating again. Goose laughs it off and introduces Maya to them. Of course. Nico and Maya exchange a stay away from my man look. Yep. <laughs> That's why Goose did the intro. Damage control. He's like, so you're on this planet with another girl, yes. huh? He's like, if I don't introduce her, <laughs> who is that? Exactly. He's going to hear about it later. What was she doing in that tiger outfit? <laughs> Goose says they'll send transport for her people to be returned to Tarkon. And Maya says, I'll do you one better. Let us strip the arena and the surrounding facility for weapons, <laughs> parts, and ships. <laughs> I love that. She's bold. I'll give her that. <laughs> Zach says no, but Doc tries to compensate for his transgression earlier by taking her side. Yep. Which clearly wins her over. Hey, Zach, you don't suppose they've noticed a few ships missing, do you? And maybe some weapons? Nico says Beta won't like that. Yeah. And Maya says, snitches get stitches. <laughs> And another word that rhymes with stitches. <laughs> Nico reaches softly for her double barrel shotgun. Finally, Zachary comes around to the dark side. He says, okay. And then he looks up and says, what's that? And Doc says, oh, no. Gliding into view is the Malfoy that wanted to bang Doc. Mm -hmm. So Doc asks what he should do. And Zach says, I think you just have to give her what she wants. Oh, damn. <laughs> and then everybody pulls out their phones to record it. <laughs> and da 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 reaffirms how much he hates Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I noticed at this point? Because it shows like a shot of the whole team. I noticed that Nico's outfit in this one is the variant bodysuit with the sash. Oh. Uh, normally her outfit has belts and a harness and a shotgun holster. I didn't notice that. Huh. I'm gonna go back, uh -huh. go back and watch it. Again. So this outfit, this it's the same outfit, but it just has like different accessories on it. Right. Uh, this one's like very minimal by comparison. Right. So, swag. What did you think of this episode, man? Dude, like I hope I didn't influence you too much. Nah, man. <laughs> like, I feel like next time I watch one of these, I should probably get drunk, <laughs> 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 grab a six pack, and then just just start talking shit. For sure. <laughs> Yeah. This one definitely required some alcohol. Dude. There are some really, really great episodes, and this one is like probably maybe second or third worst one yeah. that, that I've seen. I agree. Animation wise. I feel like watching a show like this with some buddies and some beers would be a fantastic time. Just like do, yeah. doing it live mm -hmm. and just commentating and <laughs> pointing out all the we've, ridiculousness that's happening. Oh man, we've we've done that. We've done that maybe once live. That was hilarious. My son was involved. That was we funny. did it once. It was episode thirteen. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was Jay. Jay was here with his son, uh -huh. and like we just recorded it live. We just we basically did a a running commentary as we were watching it and just like cracking jokes at it as we as we went. Larry. <laughs> so just... yeah, there's some more Harry Potter references in that one oh, as well. Man, <laughs> I started doing Dobby's voice. I think we did a lot of them in that one, man, because it was about the musician. Overall, I enjoyed it. It was, it was just the characters were fun. Yeah. I guess I gotta say, Doc's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fan of comedy. That's, That's good. good. That's good man. Oh man, he is my favorite too, man. I'm not what I seem. Exactly. You ugly. I <laughs> <laughs> was excellent, man. I found that really fun. I, you know, swag. I'm gonna give you one spoiler, man. Okay, go for it. Doc will win Maya over at some point. Oh, Tiger Lady. Yeah, he gets to tap that, dude. I'm, I'm just saying. That's all I'm giving you. That's it. I can't say any more. Wow. I can't say any. Is this an adult show? I'm. He's gonna win her over at some point. I'm not saying any more than that. That is something. You know what? She seems really interested in tech. 
So he's probably he's gonna be her IT guy. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come <sir>. over. <laughs> IT as an I tap that. It's like the IT guy's fantasy. Yep. Okay. Where you get like a really hot client. And wants you to come over and set up her router. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready to close this bad boy out? Yeah, let's close yeah, it out. Yeah, man. That was good. All right. I want to thank our special co-host, Swagway, for joining us. You were mentioned in our very first episode and uh, sprinkled throughout the podcast ever since then. Oh, shit, man. I'm sure your ears were ringing. <laughs> By the way, don't go and listen to our first episode because... I'm not very proud of it. It's kind of like uh, our version of Luigi Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, man. That was horrible. Well, at least you still got it up there. <laughs> so you can always reference it and go back to it and just make fun of yourself. Yeah. Not by choice. I just, I'm a completist. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't start an episode two. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Would you like to tell our one listener how to find you and your amazing stop motions? Yeah, just um, head over to YouTube and Swagwave Stop Motions, and you'll spot that handsome Latino on the cover <laughs> of the YouTube page with all the Marvel Stop Motions, Transformer Stop Motions, and all the good stuff. Yeah, you have that logo that looks like Soundwave's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember like I was going to a phase where like I wanted to brand and like copyright everything. Uh-huh. And I mean, my old logo was just like that Decepticon symbol, half Avengers symbol. Yes. And I mean, obviously, I didn't want to be messing around with that because then i get like marvel and hasbro after me or some shit yeah you'll get a cnd yeah so that's when i like hired an artist to come up with like a original concept using my first logo as inspiration it actually worked out pretty good that's a really nice logo did he give it to you animated or was that you that animated it no so then i i hired a graphics designer dude who does animated logos after that to animate it oh wow hmm. that became the intro to all my videos now Whenever you watch one of my videos. Definitely has like a professional vibe to it. Okay, so just as a heads up, you're going to get one new view on top of your existing millions. That one will be from us, our one listener. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay, listener, that was game. And next episode, we're going to be doing episode 22 titled Showtime. Tune in next time. Check us out on Twitter. We're at Galaxy underscore Rangers. We're also on Apple Podcasts, the artist formerly known as iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review us. We'll get you your very own talking staff of power. <laughs> too much of a commitment? Fine. Just do one or two of those things, but then we'll only be able to get you like a mumbling twig of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> or a farting wand. Visit our website, series6podcast.com, the number six. See us on Facebook and YouTube now. Links, as always, in the show notes. Send us feedback. You can email us at galaxyrangers at email.com. That's galaxyrangers, no space, at email, not gmail, E, because Swagwave has elevated the stop motion game. We've been your host. I'm RD. And I'm Jay. And this is Swag. And two thirds of us will see you next time. Disengage <laughs> your freaking hyperdrive. Bye. Bye. Later, guys. Nice. Peace. Well done, guys. Well done. So they lead Gooseman through the prison corridor. Wait. No, they don't. Well, how the hell did I get there? No, 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 no. Sorry. I, the pages were stuck together. I got you. Guess what I was doing? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, in his mind, this chip, he saves her from some guys. And her father's the king. And he goes, if you want to indulge in my daughter's awesome boobage, <laughs> you have to 
perform three tasks. I went too far down this rabbit hole. Yes, you did. Getting back to the story. Yes, you did already. (laughs) Wait, I at least want to know the three requirements. (laughs) I don't know what they are. (laughs) I forgot. I was cheesed out of my mind, I don't remember. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah, I know that we've been gone for too long, we've been away. Ay, but you showed us support, so I had to come here to say, Yeah, thank you for supporting. Straight from Swag Wave, stop motion. You show much love, but we know this straight from Swag Wave, stop motion. Woo, yeah, hashtag Team Swag, we rapping every day. Money. All these little haters better run the other way. Treadmill. We leave you dead, kill you without a trace. Ghost them. Found at Walmart, just bought the whole place. Discount. Now I Gotta dig you up, knock down, and put you in my pickup truck. Chevy! Two of y'all together didn't make one. Lame ass. Y'all cheating for no reason, we just doing this for fun. Y'all haters like waiters, serving comments at the ready. Character development, bitch, please, you just spaghetti. Have you seen your vids? Cause the garbage like confetti. Lightweight. Reckless with your mouth, boy, you kids are paid. Know that we ain't done, stay tuned, cause we got plenty more to come. Animations, we got some, stay tuned, cause we got plenty more to come. Don't stop, keep going, yeah. Swag wave, stop motion. Stay tuned, cause we own it. Yeah. Swag wave, stop motion. Stop motion. Case you didn't know, now we better put you on. Cause this the best animations all around. Ice. Case you don't know, this is how we do it, yeah. Follow us, cause you know that we got them skills. Yeah, we will. Hashtag T Swag. Case you didn't know, I'd be like going in the bay. 195,000 passionate fans. Case you didn't know, I'd be like, hop up in my van. I'm here with that pool. Yeah, your girlfriend drew. Cause she know that all of us hella woo. This is how it go. This the showdown. Case you didn't know, you better get more down. Stop motion animations, we do it all. Popular pop culture, we got that popping. Case you didn't know, we do it like Mary Poppins. You know that we ain't done, stay tuned, cause we got plenty more to come. Yeah. Animations, we got some, stay tuned, cause we got plenty more to come. Don't stop, keep going, yeah. Swag wave, stop motion. Stay tuned, cause we own it, yeah. Swag wave, stop motion. Chaos Control! Sega!